Good evening and welcome to Bob Into Buildings with myself, Bob Harrison. Tonight, in the last of the present series, I'm taking a look at a modern building. That's the DEFA headquarters at St John's. And to start, I asked Karen Horncastle, who was the project architect for the scheme. It must have been a joy to work on a building site in such an idyllic site. It was an amazing opportunity, um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the client was a real driving force behind it in wanting a sustainable building and it's such a beautiful site. It can't be bad, we're standing here looking at a babbling brook with a vast amount of trees in the back of us and looking, is that Stralian up there is it somewhere? It, indeed, I mean we're right, as you said, we're right against the main features of this this area we're right next to the river and we're right next to the stand of uh, spruce trees over there and so those who work in the building are firmly rooted with the landscape and we position the car park next to the highway and it was those elements the landscape elements that we tried to bring into the building so you've got vast expanses of glass and also the stand of spruce trees we we tried to bring that through through the building so you can see them quite obviously here echoed in the glue lamb structure which outside helps supports the roof when we go internally um, in, it's in the double height spaces so it was about bringing the landscape in. How, how much of your life did this occupy? That's a good From question. From the start to the very end? Um, it, well it was construction was about 15 months um, it, it must have been about three years all, all in all so it's quite a very intense period, yeah. but, uh, um, but thoroughly enjoyable. And we, we had, you know, a forward-looking client and a, a good team around us that, um, you know, it all helps. All had one sort of vision and aim. This was while you were working with Ashley Pettit? That was, yes. I was design and project architect when I was working with Ashley. Okay, so somebody rings up and said, are you interested in designing a building out at St John's? Um, it wasn't was that it? It wasn't quite like that. <laughs> it normally uh, is. Um, it, was, um, it was a short list of uh, firm, firms of architects and we had interviews and we had to, it, the uh, site already had um, outline planning permission uh, for uh, headquarters um, and it was to go really to the interview with ideas but I saw it, I was so enthused by the project and it was such an opportunity I went quite far at that stage and I was quite prepared and I had a lot of detail I even for example had um, uh, a 1 to 20 cutaway isometric of this sedum roof section so I, I had actually gone one step further because I was, I was really keen to get the job And at that stage, how many years ago was that? Um, building was completed in 2010, so it must have been about uh, 2008, roughly. And were you a sort of an architect with a view to looking into the environment? Yes, definitely. I mean, it's, it's what we're all looking towards. Yes, but not, not as much as this, you know, because no. there are certain architectural practices that just put up brick buildings. There are. but You obviously can't comment. <laughs> I, can't, I can't comment. Um, there are, but, you know, as I said, the driving force, it was something I was interested in. Something that was getting increasing coverage in, uh, you know, in the architectural press. Um, I had the, the client, that's an important part of the team, who had this vision as well. The way you start looking at the building, how did you sort of come into the idea of curves for the spaces? Um, well, it's quite um, um, a linear site. So, I mean, we, we sited the building. There used to be old workshops here, which were uh, at the end of their design life. So it was obvious to put it here. Um, 
and we've got a curved barrel vault roof over the main section which is sort of reminiscent of agricultural barns um, and we've got this single story section because of functional needs we needed more area and we wanted to keep a wildlife corridor along by the river and respect um, the um, tree groupings of trees yeah. and um, we've, we've taken that also when we go inside into the main atrium that, that's also that's curved. Why is it lifted off the ground so much? Um, two reasons really. One we wanted it to look so it was lightly touching um, the ground um, and also we had a flood risk assessment done because you know we're right by the river and we built into that um, and so um, how much we should raise the building by and gave it a safety margin, a reason, quite a considerable safety margin. It's an environmental building it's yes. got an awful lot of timber. Yes. Timber needs a lot of maintenance. Does that come into consideration? Um, the client did want to keep their maintenance to a minimum. We wanted to um, maximise our use of timber, one of the most sustainable building materials there are. And on, on the outside, as you've noticed, there's a Siberian larch. Um, which we haven't finished and we've just let it go grey naturally. So there's Will no it stay like that then? It will, it will gradually go, you know, greyer and greyer. You, you can see there are slight tonal, tonal differences there where some bits are shaded and some aren't. Because me being the DIY genius that I am, I'd have varnished that lot. Uh, no, no. <laughs> no, just let it silver off and uh, it will look great. You can see how it, it works really well with, with the trees there. So we've got this lovely sloping building. We've, we've got it raised off the ground, I don't know, metre, something like that, probably two foot six in the old money. Yes. Okay, so you started by, is that piling that the stanchions are on? Yes, yes, it's all, uh, foundations are piled. Um, we've used um, uh, some of the materials from the old workshops that were here are underneath the building just to give us a bit of oversight so we did a bit of recycling uh, but as you say it's all piled and on top of that we've got a hybrid structure so we've talked about the glue lamb but also inside we've got a little bit of steel work as well from from the top of the stanchions to the first floor. When you were going through the design aspects of it was there a time when you said Karen stop we've sorted it out you know, there wasn't time to do that. <laughs> that <laughs> it, was it. It, was, it was really quite um, fast um, track. We, we had to work quite fast. So, um, no, you just keep going. <laughs> but could we have wooden door handles? Could we have all these sort of things? Uh, there must come a time. There must come a time, yes. But, I mean, we did go quite far. I mean, even the choice of paints, the kitchen units. We all, because, I mean, this is the first... Um, building on the Isle of Man to get a Briam excellent award. Briam is to do with the environment and using the environment in the building. Yes. So you got an award? Um, well we got an excellent rating um, okay. with them but we also we did put it in for the Green Apple um, Awards and um, this building won gold in its section which was the local authority section and then it actually surprisingly it went on and it won the overall award that was in 2012 so that was um that was down in canary wharf in london so that was a uh, good actually. that was a posh frock that, day that was, was it? a posh frock day yes. yeah <laughs> and since have you designed anything as environmental are you now a, a witness as an expert 
Uh, no, I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I have uh, experience in it. Um, no, opportunities like this are few and far between. I mean, um, you can do things, I've done things on a smaller, more domestic scale, um, but not to this extent, no. There was a stage when everything was supposed to be sustainable and electricity. We got electricity meters in there which show how much they're using against what's... Yes, I mean, the way we've, we've, we've designed it so that um, we minimise our services as much as possible, and that has led, that has driven how it's been designed in a certain way, but um, we use half the amount of, 50% of the electricity of an office of equivalent size that uses, Brilliant. you know, standard um, construction. Um, and also the heating, we use a biomass a boiler, um, it's a district heating system, so it also heats the buildings across the road in the sawmills. comes along and heats here. Um, it uses uh, wood chips and that from the sawmills. Um, and the building uses 50% um, of heating, but when you combine that with the use of the wood chip uh, boiler, it's actually 25% of an office of equivalent size. So, um, Do you see those constraints in the future being put more on architects, not on the island, but, but globally, that we've got to consider the oh, absolutely, absolutely. They're, they're forever, um, rightly so, in, in improving, uh, you know, your building regulations um, so that you have to build more and more sustainably, have highly insulated, you know, airtight and so forth. So, um, Going back to when you started, was it easy to research everything? Or did you have to do lots of research? I did a lot of research, but I don't think it was anything more than anyone else would do. There, uh -huh. The information is out there. You just got to find you it. You just got to find it, yes. Let's wander a little bit more along this way, because we've got a big grass area as well, and we've even got picnic tables. But if we go on a bit further towards the stand of pine trees that were mentioned at the beginning, we're now coming on to the end of the building, the elevation. Yep, I see what you mean about the reflection of agricultural buildings with that roof line. Yes, and you can, you can see at the top here, this is the, the staff room um, at the top and the big expanse of glass looking out across the landscape. Shame you couldn't afford a balcony for them. Well, they, they can open the doors and look out <laughs> and, and uh, watch the birds in the, in the trees. How many trees died in this, or did, did any trees die? Did you have to knock down any? No, that, that's why we formed the um, single-storey section. Around like, the trees? Uh, 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 around the trees. There were um, a few Leylandi here, along here, and the Leylandi came down, but... Good. I don't think anyone was too sad about that. <laughs> because we've got natural trees here now, haven't we, looking yeah. as, as we go, and with plenty of bird song reflected in the background as well. There we are. No sooner do we <laughs> say it, the birds sing for us. Thank you. That's good. Could you have made it... No, this isn't criticism, all right? Before you start running away. Couldn't it have been a little bit more colourful? It looks Possibly. a little bit greyish. Possibly, but I wanted it to you know, really sit within its landscape. I didn't want it to shout. So I wanted it to, you know, sort of blend in. Okay. So I draw your attention to a lovely white area of the trees over there yes. in the landscape, which isn't reflected this side of the river. No, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. That's true. <laughs> Playing devil's advocate here. But it's, it's wonderful. Where's the, is there a grass roof? Yes, this is, 
Uh, this single story section that's curved around the trees, that's got a sedum roof on it. Um, so, you know, that attenuates rainwater, it's a good ecological habitat, works well. Ecological habitat, I'd have thought you'd have made space for chickens underneath no, the building. Yeah, no, no chickens, butterflies. <laughs> but under, there's plenty of space there. It is the um, what, environment, food and farming, it isn't is, it? Yes. Yeah. Agriculture, rather. So we could have had loads of chickens there, fresh eggs. Mm. Okay, when you're standing here looking at the building, do you see areas where you thought, yeah, I wish I'd have done that, or I wish I'd have done it that way and not that way? I think overall I'm, I'm really happy and proud of how it turned out. I think you, well, I'm the type of person that I would always want to improve on what I've done. So there are always small details that you would think, oh, I could have you know, refine that a bit yeah. more. But so, overall? Uh, overall, very happy. Yes, tweaks here and there. Let's go inside. Well, as you can hear, it's nice and silent in here. We're, we've come inside. It's quite an open reception area. It is, yes. I mean, that reception area is put on um, the direct path as you, as you enter the site, um, and that links to the staff entrance, which is at the opposite end of the building, and they're linked by an atrium. How easy to once again plan the inside of the building. We've looked at the outside of the building. Presumably this was where you were getting information from the managers Yes, I mean there was uh, um, a lot of work, briefing stages, meetings with them to fully understand what they wanted. But also the design was driven to quite a large extent, but the requirement to want a sustainable building capable of large energy savings. So for example, that dictates that you have high floor to, to ceiling heights. Um, you have a building that's sort of well insulated, um, high thermal mass, um, and quite, quite narrow so that you can get the light penetrating in. So, I mean, the main body of the building is quite narrow, but because of requirements of some of the staff, we had to have a larger single storey section, which we put roof lights in, so it will help the, um, the, the ventilation. And it's really warm. It's not the warmest day out today, but it's lovely and warm when you come in through reception. Yes, it, it is a, a, a warm building. It's really highly insulated. I mean, we've got high thermal mass, but um, for example, um, the first floor is concrete, which you can see here, which is exposed. That's really crucial, but we try to minimize Why? concrete. Um, Why is it so, crucial? Well, with the concrete and with the, the hemcrete wall, which goes down the length of the atrium, mm -hmm. um, that also has high thermal mass. That enables us to have a fairly constant in environment, so we're not reliant on air conditioning. We have natural ventilation. So if you look at the windows, for example, they've all got actuators on them, so they um, are opened by a, a, a computer system. But it also to um, give um, those who work here some sort of control over their environment. You can also see alongside there, there's a door. If you open that door, you've got a louver with a mesh behind okay. it so they can, they can control it themselves. So the building controls itself, but the employees can also control the building? Yes, yes. So, I mean, the, the ventilation, you know, we can come in and this atrium, which links the public entrance to the staff entrance, is really important. It's an important corridor, um, 
it's curvy so that it gives you a sense of movement as you walk along it but it helps the heat the light the air to circulate and on top of that we've got roof lights which are opened by the same building management we've also got as we're standing here in the reception area curved walls i bet the building contractor loved you yes <laughs> curved walls but no we do 90 degrees mate well, we, we, we all in construction built it um, and that they were, you know, on, on board, very good. We set it out carefully. Um, it, the wall is uh, a biocomposite material, so it's hempcrete. So that's um, like uh, the shiv of the hemp plant with um, a lime binder. You okay. can get it in like a blockwork form, but we just um, built some formwork out of timber and ply and mixed it up put it in, let it set, take it away, and we build it up in, in stages. As far as the reception area is concerned, due to the fact that you lifted it off the ground, you had to put a, a, a lift in for disabled. That's correct, yeah. And also we've got a lift in order them to get up onto the first floor. Yes. That's critical nowadays, it isn't is, it? It is, absolutely. We're in an office now, nice light, open office. Um, I wouldn't mind working in here. I suppose you're Good. the same. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's, it's organised in such... Uh, this is um, close to the car park. This is the more f formal side. So you've got your sort of divisional offices here mm. and the more open space adjacent to the river is where you've got everybody else. And everybody else, yeah. We can, we can look at them because we've got a nice door and a side panel as well. Yeah, it, it is a big office area, but as you say, no walls, a big open office space area. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And overlooking the river as well. And overlooking the river. So, you know, the environment is... Um, yeah. I should imagine employees pay to work here, don't they? Uh, I don't Not quite they, sure. I don't think about that. No. <laughs> no. But, I mean, the, the lighting... I'm just looking across here now and I can see all the lights. I mean, they're um, LEDs. They're all um, activated um, by occupancy and also um, daylight levels, so when th it gets lighter, the lights dim, dim down. Okay. So you can't sit still too long uh, at your desk. Because you activate the lights, you yeah. buy movement. Yeah, well, they'll turn off, so you know, people will know you're not working. And this is, once again, is all operated off some little computer sitting in some little cupboard. Let's leave the office we're standing in, open the door. Big, chunky doors as well, aren't they? Now we're in the, the corridor going down the building. Let's look up. That's you, nice and bright up there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and you, you can see the, the roof light that, that runs the full length of the building and you can see the we've got quite a lot of opening sections for, you know, when it's really hot. And they're really operated by computer. Exactly. Oh, I was going to have a man with a big long stick opening no. them. This upright we've got here is timber impression. Now that looks like a whole lump of timber, but... It's, it it's, isn't. It's glue laminated timber, so it's lots of bits of timber all glued together. I mean, that's structural, that goes all the way up to the top. Is timber all the way through to the core? Let's give some people some idea. It's about, what, 15 inches wide? Um, you can say it in metric, because you're going to yeah, be smart. Yeah, it's about 350 wide, 400, yeah. And you can see where the, the timber see, is joined. You can in see order the finger laminate. joints there, yeah. yes. Yeah. But it's not laminated, the whole thing is timber. It, it's lots of bits of timber laminated together, glued together. I bet you had to import them. 
Yes, they came from Scandinavia. But they know about trees in Scandinavia, they know about don't they? trees in Scandinavia, yes. Structural grid is quite regular. It actually narrows at certain uh, points where we've got services. So you can easily read the building. For example, here, the structural grid narrows and we've got sort of kitchenettes, that side, photocopy rooms and toilets. And yeah, and once again, virgin concrete up there above the the panels holding the light, yeah? Yes. Yeah. But it doesn't glare, does it? And no. Sometimes you can look at concrete and think, oh gosh, couldn't they afford to finish it off? But as far as this building is concerned, it works. Yes, but you've got these floating panels which um, detract your eye from it, so you, you, don't, you don't really pick it up. And it was important for that con concrete to be exposed. Glass panelling as well to the side of the stairs there. Now you got away from timber there. Why didn't you use timber? Um, I I just wanted to keep it quite transparent so that you know this central area was quite light Maybe. in area. And now we've come to the very far end of the building where we admired from downstairs. That's a hell of a view from a isn't staff room. It? It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's the best spot in the building. It's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. When when the should have put a house here. <laughs> When the building first opened, I think quite a number of staff were sort of coming early to have their breakfast in oh. here because, I mean, look at that view. Proud? Yes, yes, definitely. It was a lot of hard work, um, but it's an amazing achievement, really, for everyone involved. Let's look up here because, yeah, you can see more in this part, the, the actual curve of the roof and then the, the glazed panels in the centre of the curve more of these pillars, they're, they're majestic, love those pillars. Yes, um, I, they really reflect, uh, particularly in this room, when you, you've got the trees immediately, spruce trees immediately outside, you can really feel as though, you know, you're out there. Yeah. I suppose this was the brief as well, that the staff room needed to be this size. It's quite a big staff room, isn't it? It is a big staff room, yes, but um, that it all came out of the briefing process of what, what they needed, what they required. Would that have be an experience that you would go through again, the, the whole of the experience? Yes, yeah, I mean, it's quite, it's not unusual. It's time spent getting a good brief from the client is time well spent. Sometimes that's a bit hard to, to elicit out of the people exactly what they want. Yes, and uh, there is a, definitely a process to go through. It's a conversation, really. You'll start off with what they require. You'll do a sketch scheme, and uh, no, not quite that. I would, and it's about a dialogue back and forth between people, and and, and also, you know, there'll, there'll, some people will be quite set in what they want, and you say, well, have you thought about this, and offer them something different, which perhaps they haven't thought of. Um, that's always an interesting. Challenge. It must be easier if you've got a client that is able to compromise because sometimes having worked with clients who have got so much set in their brains that you come out of meetings and you just want to bang your head against the wall and say, don't you ever listen to anything I say? You possibly again can't comment. Um, it's, it's a challenge, um, but... Um, <laughs> That's the word. I, I'm a facilitator. I'm, I'm, there to, I'm there to listen and to, to offer, you know, my advice and, um, and work with the client. You're now, I'm assuming, an expert in these buildings. Has it helped in your career? Um, well, shortly after the 
building was finished in 2010 and in 2011 I set up my own uh, company with Martin Thomas who's mm -hmm. Manx and was returning with his young family to the island um, and so it was a good springboard for us. Um, so let's give it a name check. That's Horncastle and Thomas. That's, that's Horncastle Thomas. Thomas yeah. And we have just been shortlisted for the RIBA Northwest Awards uh, with 2019 with Market Hall, which we did with Brinkworth. So that is um, an extremely prestigious award and a great honour, really. Another posh frock, then. Another posh frock. Once again, we're in this staff room and it, it's really warm. I can see radiators around the walls with, once again, a timber finish on the front of them. But are they special radiators? Well, they do have... We try to minimise the uh, our water usage in the building. So um, they have a low water content in them. They have a boost facility uh, within them. But, for example, in the toilet, the taps are percussion taps on timer. We've got dual-flush toilet, which is quite typical now. But the urinals, for example, are waterless. So we try to minimise our water usage as much as possible. We try to consider all aspects and uh, reduce our energy consumption. Electricity is down 50%. It is, yes. Timber framed? Is that going to become a, a thing of the future, do you think? There is a lot. There are a lot of timber frame uh, buildings out there. I mean, these panels um, were built in a factory. Um, that's when I spoke earlier about um, having high thermal mass. It was because the, the walls themselves are... Um, Quite, really quite thick but they're insulated with recycled newspaper and so they're quite lightweight so that's why we had to get the mass into the building but yeah that was all built uh, in a factory and so actually that the walls external walls went up extremely quickly that's one of the good things about having a frame building isn't mm. it as soon as you get the roof on you've basically got the building so you can work internally yes that's right yeah i think we have to tip our hat to defa don't we because it's quite forward thinking in their original brief Yes, it is. Yeah, a forward-thinking client. Um, all the aspirations of the team were aligned so that you've got a healthy workplace and one that sits quite comfortably within the dominant landscape features. And so, but it all sprung from the client. Talking tonight on Bob into buildings to project architect Karen Horncastle about the DEFA building at St John's. Karen, at the time, was working for Ashley Pettit Architectural Practice and now co-head of Horncastle Thomas Practice. Mark Tiley is next with Greatest Hits. And should you wish to listen again to the programmes in this series, check manxradio.com for the podcasts. Until next time, good evening.